Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Fillmore's Crossing. The last time that we joined our intrepid heroes, they got ambushed by some orcs while trying to refill their water skins. They were surrounded on all sides and in the canyon, and Tom, our priest, and Igmit, our new roguish ranger, dispatched many of them while Falk played in the water. So anyway, how you guys doing today? I'm pretty sure I killed a few of them too. I just like to talk shit mostly. And normally I, yeah. I throw that stuff at Brian and what's what's wrong with a little shade Fox direction? I don't know. It's just <laughs> an odd feeling. It doesn't usually come this way. <laughs> <laughs> Is this really what it feels like to be you, Brian? Man, sorry. <laughs> I feel like there, there's a lot of things we need to like work out at some point. Probably not on the show, though. You know, I don't like him throwing shade your way either. I feel neglected. <laughs> but I feel like as the new guy to the campaign, I feel like I should receive some hazing. Is there is there any possibility that you could just speak in character for the rest of the game so I don't have to hear that high-pitched-ass voice? <laughs> Are we talking to <laughs> Brian or, or me? Because that could be both of us. <laughs> Boom! Shade! <laughs> to all who it applies to. <laughs> right? Because if the boot fits, you can lace that bitch up. Double kill. So when we last left off, you guys had, uh, you guys had, I think, uh, Falk had just welcomed Tom to the West, even though I'm pretty sure Falk has also never been to the West. So that was a little bit weird, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll take it because beggars can't be choosers. And it was a great line to end on. Um, and so, yeah, you guys had filled up your water skins and, um, Igmut came back with some horses and he's currently trying to maneuver them around and into the ravine to meet back up with you guys. And so Tom and Falk, you guys are currently just waiting by the river. What would you like to do? So how far away did our mules run? Far enough that Igma decided that rather than trying to catch up with them, he went and stole the horses from these orcs, or I guess not stole, looted? Yeah, the orcs are dead, so looted, yeah. Yeah, yeah, looted. I, I feel better about that in an ethical sense, so I'm going to go with that. Did uh, Igmit was up on the canyon wall. Did he come back down? Well, he's actually currently driving the horses around to the opening of the canyon, so that way um, he can get them into the actual box canyon itself um, so that you guys can keep riding along the river. Okay. That was that was what you told me you wanted to do last time, right, Igmit? Yes. Okay, uh -huh. perfect. Sorry, I didn't I didn't want to put words into your mouth, but I was pretty sure <laughs> I remembered that that was how it went. Yep. Well, this is just great. Uh, 
my my fucking dust coat and my my new coonskin hat hat were on that mule. And uh, god damn it, every day I'm gonna be naked by the end of this. I swear. Yeah, well, that's what you get for playing in the mud when we're fighting when it needs <laughs> to be done. And uh, while wringing out my clothes, I uh, take my pants off. <laughs> and it turns out the the girdle of weep, uh, leaping I've been wearing backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that might have helped me out. So, uh, what do I get when I wear it forwards? How about a how about a plus two to athletics? All right, that works because my my modifier was zero. So even if it had it on the right way, it would have only uh, you know doubled zero. <laughs> what is that? Is that the is that the thing you got at the headquarters? Hey, this one's mine. You can't have it. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'd say it's all yours. And it's not really a girdle. Like it's it's more of like a you know, it, it's like this weird underwear where like half of your stuff is out, and uh, apparently I should have had the stuff in front in and the rest out, and uh you know, uh, yeah, well. We all saw how that worked out. Looks a bit lacy from for a man, don't you think, city boy? That uh, it's just called fashion. You wouldn't know about it out here. <laughs> it is rather slimming. <laughs> so why don't uh, why don't you guys, while you're getting uh, all of your stuff kind of situated on these horses and stuff, why don't you guys go ahead and make me a perception check? Rolling. What's that? It feels so like so long since we played. So, ladies and gentlemen, just for a little bit of a a little bit of time um, context for you guys. Just yesterday, we released the uh, first Farport story, so you can kind of get a feeling for how far ahead we are. Uh, That's (laughs) yesterday. That was like months ago, (laughs) like a month and a half ago. (laughs) By the time we release, well, yeah, I did. I did just announce it on Instagram Live, though. Ah, shit. <laughs> so I got an 11 for my perception. Okay. I got a 23. Oh, shit. Oh, oh Jesus. wait, I'm at disadvantage, so I got to roll again. I forgot. Okay, the the 11 was my high one, <laughs> or my yeah. low one. Does that, mean I, does that mean I just roll regular, or does that mean I can get advantage? You have advantage because you have your glasses on. Mm, maybe I'll get a nat 20. Hold on. Nope. 19 still, plus uh, 23. Fair enough. What about you, Igmet? I just got a 7. And that's adding your bonuses to it? Yep. All right. Now, Wesley doesn't have glasses. Does Wesley have disadvantage or no? No, Wesley is uh, Igmet. Igmet is used to these conditions, and um, he's got a very nice nice Stetson-style hat on that keeps Mm. the sun out uh, out of his eyes. Falk, you and Igmet are both very, um, you guys are both very preoccupied with, uh, attaching your, your stuff to these horses. Tom, you, however, you notice that among all of the tracks from the orcs and from Falk and you and these donkeys, there's a couple of really weird trails. You can see that it looks almost as though there's footprints um, quite a bit smaller than um, than the orcish footprints, but larger than your uh, your guys's footprints. So uh, Falk, 
Tom or even Igmet. And it looks like like maybe somebody was dragging a branch full of leaves behind them um, to kind of cover the tracks. But the mud was so um, was so full, filled with water that you can still see the indentations of these tracks, even though, like I said, it seems as though somebody was trying to trying to obscure them with some sort of tree branch or something like that because it's very wide and is creating almost a comb-like effect, but not um, but not symmetrical enough to seem man-made. Can I tell where they're headed off to? You absolutely can, and you could follow it if you'd like. Uh, and the other guy, what are the other guys doing? Messing with horses? Yep. I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna just, uh, yeah, follow it along for a little bit. So, uh, before we go, could we take, like, a, a short rest here? I was kind of, uh, wounded a little bit, and, uh, wouldn't it be nice to, to just sort of, you know, have some time to scab up a bit? Um, so with the hit dice, can I, uh, it says I have 66, can I roll multiples of that on one short, short rest? Yes, you absolutely can. You can roll all the way up to the full 6d6 in one short rest. Oh, okay. But then you're just out of them until you take a long rest, so that's something to consider. All right. If uh, I remember correctly, uh, Igma, you are also injured. You were shot in the guts, and... uh, Yes. My (laughs) HP is currently at 15. All right, so why don't you guys take care of healing yourselves up? And I'm going to deal with Tom following uh, this trail. I'm going to jump on a mule. You guys only have horses at this moment, but yeah, no oh, problem. For, so, I was, for some reason, I was thinking they... Okay, um, and... To find my animal handling, hold on. You actually don't even have to roll me an animal handling check because these horses seem uh, a lot more well-trained than uh, than the mules that Igmet had brought. Well, off I go then. Okay. How, do you want to do you want to be uh, moving kind of quickly, or do you want to be at a very slow pace? Quickly is fine. Okay. So you follow this trail for maybe five ten minutes um, along the uh, along the embankment, and then eventually it starts to cut into some of the brush towards uh, towards the right uh, wall of this uh, box canyon, and. Maybe another five, ten minutes pass, and you see it go into a cave. Is there still a river splitting this canyon in half? There is still a river splitting this canyon in half, and there is also a small... I wouldn't call it a river, maybe a stream, a tiny little tributary that is trickling into this cave as well. Um, I'm going to dismount and I'm going to cautiously make my way into the cave and I'm going to be listening to see if I can hear anything inside. Why don't you go ahead and make me a perception check? Is he on his own during this? He is. You guys are currently back bandaging yourself up. And by the time you notice uh, that he's gone, he's too far away for you guys to shout at him. I'm drawing my gun and I rolled a essentially a 17. All right, so you hear inside it because I don't get I don't get uh, advantage in a cave, right? No, not at all. It's uh, it would only be when you're out in on the desert. You you hear singing. You hear nuisance, nuisance. I am the yes, indeed. I'm sauntering in. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hello? Who's in here? Ah, yeah! What? Who's that singing? You see that there's this creature, and it's dancing around a small fire that's got... It's got... Th so there's a couple of fish that are skewered through the center mass of them, and they're on a spit, and they're currently uh, roasting over the fire. And this creature that is basically just... So imagine Cousin It, but with coarse black hair, and just like a, a very round humanoid face that you can see in the center of uh, this mess of mat matted black hair. You can you can just see arms that come that come uh, to not human-like hands, but instead claws that seem to have some sort of a weird opposable thumb, almost a dew claw type thing going on with it, and a long beaver-like tail, but just covered in coarse black hair. And as soon as you start speaking, it immediately uh, it immediately stops singing and turns around and and looks fearful. What? What? What is it? What on Ernie's green earth? What are you? I am what? Do you understand me? What are you? Never seen a human before? No, I have. Um... I can say I've never seen anything quite like you before. I... I have also never seen anything like me. <laughs> uh, it... My character laughs as kind of smirks as well. <clears throat> so what when you start to kind of look around and take stock of this uh, area, you notice that there is a lot of a lot of writing that is um, carved into the wall. Um, and it's scrawled in in almost a a manic sort of way. There's tons of it. As far up as this creature would be able to reach, all the way down to the floor. There are there are very, very rough shot in shelves that are filled with um with this with the skulls of various animals, all of the meat uh, picked clean off of them. And there are there are various um rusted old pots and pans and things like that. It looks as though, it looks as though this creature collects basically anything that it can find and has some sort of long um long script all around this uh this cave area. And there's a little bit of there's a little bit of stream that kind of flows off to the side but it kind of ends in a small pool where it just eddies around in a circle. I holster my gun and I walk over and look at the script. Can I understand it? Why don't you go ahead and make me an intelligence check? Nine. You don't recognize this language, and you definitely don't speak it. How long have you been down here? Um, since the crossing, since the crossing, they, 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 I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
would you be willing to come back to the camp with me? I have a lot of questions for you. What time? What is the time? Uh, what time is it? It's midday. Midday? Yeah. The sun is high in the sky. We can feed you, if that's any motivation, as I am looking around at all the skulls. You notice that his eyes have, um, instead of the circular pupil like yours, they are the, um, the oval, like the ellipses almost, or not ellipses, um, like an elliptical shape, you know, like you would see in cats and other predators that are mostly nocturnal. And uh, it looks at you and says, No! No! Not midday! Too bright! Too bright! I take off my glasses and hand them over to him. Put these on. Put them over your eyes. He, uh... <laughs> he, gra- he grabs them from you quickly with a swipe, and you feel the, the cold chitin of his claws as they brush up against your flesh, and, and it kind of, like, tries to force them into into its uh, bristly hair to kind of hold it there. You can't really tell if it has ears um, <laughs> similar to yours, but it manages after a little bit of shifting around to to get the glasses to stay in um, to stay in in place. And it goes, oh, oh, where, where'd you go? Where? Follow my voice. I'm over here. Come out towards the entrance of the cave. See if the sun still hurts your eyes. It starts to um, creep towards you. And as it gets nearer to the uh, cave entrance, it actually drops down on all fours and starts to like crawl and peer around the corner. And it sticks its head out quickly and then quickly pulls it back again. And then with a little bit more confidence, sticks its head back out and looks at the sun peering through the opening. and, And then he kind of gets up onto his feet and turns around and goes, Oh! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Now, (laughs) now head cover! Head cover too, yes! Head cover! I sigh, and I uh, take off my coat and hand it to him. He, uh, he kind of looks at you funny and points up towards your hat. I give it to him re- very, very, very reluctantly. As soon as you remove uh, your hat, it goes... <gasps> <laughs> the chosen one! We have found it! It's the chosen ones! The chosen one! The chosen one! The chosen, chosen, chosen! And he places your hat around his, or on top of his head, and he starts to dance and clap around you, just saying the chosen one over and over and over again. And then he says, "May I touch? I touch yes." <laughs> I, I very purposefully and, and uh, blatantly roll my eyes as I kneel down and tip my head towards him. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> so this creature immediately starts rubbing its face on your bald head. <laughs> not not its claws, not anything else. You just feel the bristles of, of like a, a mountain man's beard just rubbing up against the top of your head as it as it does weird purring type noises and just seems to be having the best day of its life. Can I walk up? Has it been a long enough time that I could walk up at this point and be like, 
what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I immediately stand up and uh, brush myself off and put my coat back on. <laughs> Hello, folk. How did this even happen? You were only gone like 10 minutes. <laughs> I was just, uh, I was just, uh, introducing him to, uh, we're gonna, do you have any food? <laughs> at the Isidore, at the Isidore, we have another at the door. Is Igmit with us too? I assume. Okay. So, uh, what are you, thing? <laughs> well, in the crossings, they call me Nuisance. Huffling nuisance. Well, you certainly sound like a nuisance to me. Yes, exactly! A nuisance! Nuisance is me! Nuisance is me! Now, nuisance, how long have you been around here? Hmm. You mentioned something about the crossing. Since the crossing? They do not let me here, they do not let me there. Are there more like you, or are you by yourself? I've only ever seen me! Let me ask! Oh! 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 You pick one, yes? Yes! And he immediately runs away and starts shuffling through some of his detritus that's in the corner, and he eventually pulls out a box that is made out of a very dark wood. There are um there are designs on the outside of this box. Um there's a heart, um a diamond shape, a spade shape, and a club shape on uh on the outside of this box and he he kind of like motions it towards you Tom and goes chosen choose choosy chosen. Is the box open? It is not. I walk over and I slowly start to open the box. So inside, you see a deck of cards. But <laughs> the backing of the cards is um, is not like anything that you've ever seen before. There's, It's almost as though the, the backing of it is holographic or something like that. Because <laughs> there's just like this inky black void and you can see as if you turn the car the box of cards in your hands you can actually see the shimmer of the stars in the background in the inky blackness and he just says choosy chosen choosy chosen i reach into the middle of the deck and i pull one out why don't you please roll me a d20 19 Holy shnikes. Okay. So you pull out a card and on this card there is a knight who is uh who is standing there and you kind of move the card back and forth and it would seem as though the knight is moving. He's holding a halberd and it seems as though he's walking towards you. And then the card begins to glow a bright white. What is this? Where did you get these? As you're asking that question, the card becomes incredibly heavy as you see a hand start to protrude out from it. 
I don't drop it, but I kneel down and set it on the floor and kind of back away. Okay. So you see a second hand kind of reach out and it they each kind of place on the side as though something is trying to pull itself out from a hole. And then out comes this enormous man clad in full plate mail holding a halberd. <laughs> and he turns and he looks at you and goes, Oi, where the hell am I? Okay, so can the rest of us see this, or is this just like yeah, you guys some all apparition? see this happening? Like this is this is insanity. <laughs> okay, well, obviously I um throw off my stetson so I can see better and draw my scatter gun. Yeah, I've drawn my uh, uh Samantha, my revolver. I drew it out real slow though, as to not like spook the 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 nuisance. <laughs> I didn't want. <laughs> I wanted to avoid the noid, if you will. <laughs> now does detect magic how much information do i get out of using that is it um can i detect what kind of magic it is and information about it i'll give you some information for sure um like what type of magic it is i'm gonna i'm gonna use detect magic okay so you focus for a second and you see a couple of fields of magic you focus in a little bit more and there are very minor enchantments on some of this detritus that um, is over in the corner where he went and grabbed this box from. However, this box itself has one of the heaviest enchantments on it that you've ever seen. And there are all sorts of different types of enchantments on it. Um, some are illusion, some are evocation, some are um, transmutation. Like you can you can tell like as almost as if there is a different enchantment on each of these on each of these cards. Can I pick out what is on the card on the ground? That would be uh, conjuration magic, which you know is like summoning magic, basically. Interesting. Athlean. Yes. What? Mm? What is the purpose of this card? All cards go, some bad, some good, some amazing. Hmm? Why did you, why, <laughs> why did you offer it to me? Chosen, choosy, chosen, choosy, chosen. Is this an apparition looking guy or does he look pretty physical? He looks very physical. Like he looks super there. Okay. I walk over and I poke him anyway <laughs> on the shoulder. Oh my hell. <laughs> like right in the full plate? Yeah. Oi! What in the hell was that for? Is he a cockney? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'm afraid I don't have a lot of answers for you. We're a little bit as confused as you are. Do you remember anything? I think so. I was standing there guarding me king. Then, all of a sudden, the next thing I know... I'm crawling out of a tunnel, and then I'm in this cave, surrounded by you. The king of what? Me king. King Wenceslas. From where? Where? What region? Rugeria? You've never heard of this king? You've never heard of this area? Like... 
you have no idea what this guy is talking about. <laughs> I just kind of step back and look very blankly at Falk. I just kind of shrug my shoulders <laughs> and then look back at you. <laughs> well, li- listen here, sir. I don't know why, but I feel compelled to serve you. What would you have me do? <clears throat> um, sir, uh, uh, what might we call you? Thou. Thy. I don't know how that works, <laughs> the way the way you people speak. Well, you can call me Boris. Uh, well, I'm Falk, and uh, your bald commander, I guess, that you're standing in front of is Tom. And uh, this is Igmet. It's nice to meet you. Now listen here, Mr. Knight. I don't take kindly to foreigners around these parts. What are your intentions? Oh, I'll be quite honest with you. I, I just wish to serve me lord. Also, like, in this cave, uh, can I see well enough in here to see the writing on the wall? You absolutely can. Um, what would you like me to do to see if I know the the language? Intelligence check, please. All right. All right, so that is a 16. You're pretty positive that this is the same language that was written on the coffin. Oh, uh, abyssal? If that's what you remember it as, yes. Hey, uh, this looks like the abyssal stuff that was written on, uh, on the coffin. Strahd's, uh, little, little box thing that, remember from a couple of days ago when we had to fight the vampire? That doesn't make me feel great. Uh, I turn to, back to the weird hairy dude. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, where did you get these cards? A, a dead man! A dead man, no future. Not stolen, not stolen, but looted. Where did you find the dead man? By water, by the stream. Many other bodies, only good thing. What are some of the distinct features of vampires? Can we tell them from humans or no? Yes, you you have a pretty decent uh, way. Like, you personally, you and Falk can easily tell vampires just at a... uh, at a decent little look, you know, because their pale complexion, you can tell by the way that their canines kind of create a a little bit of a a bump in the corners of their mouths, and you know the the fact that their veins um, are always blue, and so you can kind of you can kind of just tell. Are the skulls in here, vampire? Not that you can tell. No, you're pretty. It's hard to tell a skull. Now, one that has either just been killed or is currently, quote-unquote, alive, you would have a pretty easy time telling, but on skulls, you know, after the flesh has been uh, boiled off or eaten off or whatever, would be very hard. So the teeth don't remain, like, the, the way they are? Um, You could go over and try and investigate closer, but from here you can't tell. Yeah, I'll go over to one and uh, pick one up and inspect it. So you actually think that the majority of these are orcish skulls now that you get them in your hand? Because they're very large and the forehead area, the amount of, like the thickness of the bone is, is outrageous. You've never seen a skull that's this thick in the forehead area. 
So when I go to pick him up, I like instantly know like it is an orc skull, but it doesn't quite hit in my head like, you know, other than just intellectually. And once I make the connection like physically with it and I I'm like, oh shit, I remember that we're with a half orc. <laughs> and I look over to him and then place it back on the ground where I found it. Um so within sixty feet of me as a half orc I treat dim light as bright and darkness as dim light. Okay. Do you think if I exi- if I examined um, the cave, if I could possibly uh, detect something that the other two couldn't? Why don't you go ahead and roll me a perception check? So, a 12. I just got a 12. 12. So you, you look around and you notice a lot of the similar things that... Uh, that everybody else noticed. You notice that writing on the wall. You notice, though, that that a lot of the writing seems to repeat. That it it hmm. it seems like it's a a large stanza of something, and then hmm. starts over again. Oh, uh, does it seem like it was all written at the same time, or would this have been like multiple time periods of the the same thing getting written over again? You guys are pretty sure that it's multiple time periods. Hmm. Sorry, I'm a beer and a half deep. Did I already ask him where he found the body? Um, you did. I'm not sure that I answered it though. Oh, okay. You, he, he said, "Uh, by the water." Okay. So, uh, um, nuisance. Uh, how long ago did you uh, find all the bodies? And and was that all the bodies that are in here, or did you kill any of them? Some, some come too close. Some hit the traps, but most. But most were from the original. Yes, the original. Mm. He kind of starts to sidle himself closer to you, Tom. <laughs> and starts to kind of like, uh, like, tr- basically what he's going to try and do is he's going to try and like, like a cat does where he <laughs> rubs his body along, uh, along yours to try and get you to like pay attention to him or get you to rub his behind his ears or ear holes or whatever weird thing there might be. I am very visibly uncomfortable, but I don't dissuade him. Okay. So, uh, the original, was that, uh, the same thing as the crossing? No, no, no. Very different, but similar. Yes, very different, but similar. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Was the crossing like a time when a lot of them died? No, 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 collection is the crossing. The crossing is collection. They they once found all the original, the Sometimes I'm kind of wondering if Tim develops his character specifically so that he can do voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it's all about, man. <laughs> Affleen, how far away did you find this body? Uh, how long would it take us to travel to there? No more than a mile, no more. 10, 20 minutes, yes, minutes of 20. Do you know what a vampire is? Is that fling nuisance vampire? <laughs> Definitely not. Then no, 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 no. Hmm. Um, I guess let's let him uh, take us to where he found the, the deck of cards. First, first, you pick cards, yes? Me? You also pick yes? Uh... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Affleen. <clears throat> how... How bad... 
Have you seen these cards? I like uh, Disappeared for eternity, disappeared. <laughs> Tim, can I use intimidation? I have intimidation proficiency. Can I can I talk with uh Affling for a moment? Yeah, of course. So go ahead and uh yeah, spit your stuff and then I'll have you roll after. Alright. Now, hairy little fella. You see all these skulls up here on these on these shells, and then I grab one, of course, and um, you know I I brandish it much like Samson, you know, in the jawbone of an ass, mm-hmm. and um, I threaten him with it. Um, and I said, "Now you're gonna help us get to the bottom of this, and no tricks." Now I know there's some dark, dark magic out here that the Imperium has never imagined. Now, are you going to help us? It almost seems as though he doesn't really understand what you're doing. Because, like, he sees you, like, (laughs) brandishing the skull. And Uh then he, like, pushes his face into your chest and, like, starts to (laughs) nuzzle you almost. And says, help as much as Zuffling can. The nuisance, the nuisance will help. Yes, 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 sir. I I push him back by his forehead and just kind of adjust myself. Now, what do I roll? Uh, go ahead and uh, roll a d20 and then add your intimidate skill. Oh my god! Natural oh one. My god. Natural one. Yes. <laughs> so, Huffling <sighs> Nuisance continues to. Um... He's gonna start humping you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he kind of he kind of like. Uh, <laughs> positions himself in between Tom and Igmet and takes and like starts doing this weird sort of snake-like gyration where he's like rubbing his body onto Tom and then like trying to create like this S sort of gyration where he then rubs the other half onto Igmet and like just keeps doing that back and forth and making that weird purring noise over and over again. Falk is trying like ridiculously hard to try not to laugh. He's like doubled over in silent laughter. <laughs> Affleen. Yes, yes, yes. What, 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 what? We need you to take us to the body. Um, he walks over to the shelf and starts to throw skulls to the side. <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> he grabs what looks to be a human skull that's missing its jawbone and presents it to you with both hands like oh yes yes body oh uh, i i don't think uh not the rest um and he starts to like throw through the de- the detritus after dropping that skull at your feet he can he, he starts to throw bones like backwards behind him at you as though he's slowly trying to create a complete skeleton uh <laughs> do a face palm are they all the correct bones, or is this a mixture of orc bones and human bones? Oh, it's bones a mixture and... of all sorts of shit. <laughs> oh, like, lovely. You guys, have a, you guys have a femur that's like, you know, six and a half feet long and has to be from a giant of some sort. Like, <laughs> there is no fucking way that this is the... <laughs> I, uh, I pick up the skull with the missing jawbone, and I, I, I check out its teeth and look for any indication... Of vampirism. Why don't you go ahead and roll me an investigation check? <clears throat> Nineteen. So you're 
you're spinning this skull around in your hands and the canines are normal. The teeth are normal. Um, the molars looked like they, like the, whoever, whoever this was when they were alive, they must've been a teeth grinder. Cause you can tell by the way that their molars are just more flattened than you would expect in, um, in a skull. However, upon flipping it over, you can see there is a small, just a bit bigger than a needle sized hole right in the center of the back of the skull, right above that ball that you have where your spine attaches to your skull. Oh, a needle hole. It's a little bit bigger than a needle, but as far as you guys would, uh, would imagine for these times, it's the exact same size as a needle. Is there uh, any sort of role I can do to understand what that means? Do you, is there a medicine check? Is there, is that a thing still? Yes. Yeah. Why don't you roll me a medicine check? I actually have great proficiency in that. <laughs> well, and a terrible roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got 10 for medicine. <laughs> you, you can't think of a lot of, there are only a few reasons that one would insert a needle into the skull like that. Uh, one of which is extreme swelling of the brain. Hmm. Beyond that, you can't think of any good reason to insert a needle all the way into the all the way through the skull and into the brain cavity. No, this really is really good like party some... drugs. I no, cite, no, no. I this cite, is Aztec cite... like sacrifice stuff, right? It has to be. I cite that information to my partners. Uh man, uh, maybe it was a a, a dire mosquito. Are you all jokes? That was, actually wasn't a joke. Uh, I'm the, serious. <laughs> I've never been out here. It may have been a Hawaiian mosquito. <laughs> What's <Sorry>. Hawaiian? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oi, uh, any chance I could get a, get a bit more information from you? Oh, I turned to the knight for almost having forgotten about him and, and I say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're uh, we're still trying to figure some things out. Just hold, hang tight for a moment. <laughs> Tell me uh, where you come from. Do you do you know the term vampire? Yes, sir. You what? have vampires. We do. They, they feast on the living. Yes. Yes. Uh, what about orcs? Do you know what orcs are? Absolutely. One of the most foul and dangerous creatures. That exists in our land. Easy there, buddy. <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> he kind of looks at you and shrugs his shoulders like, I mean, what? I hand <laughs> I hand him the skull with the needle point with the needle hole pointing towards it so he can see it and I say, Any ideas about this? He kind of looks over the skull for a moment and looks at the needle hole and he says I don't think I've seen anything like this in my lifetime. Um, and then he kind of looks down at uh, at your pistol in your hand, and he points to it, and he says, What's that? <laughs> Do you have gunpowder? Gunpowder? Black powder. Do you have cannons? Oh, yes, for the cannons. Yes, yes. It's like a small cannon. Do you want to shoot it? <laughs> he kind of looks at you guys like... And kind of is like, uh, 
And then he shakes his head like, nah, I'm probably good. <laughs> <laughs> like, Falk is just holding out his gun like, eh? eh? And he's like, I'm cool. I'm like, <laughs> well, it's okay if you're a little intimidated right now, but, uh, yeah, as long as you keep on sticking with us, uh, you'll, you'll get your shot. Uffling runs over to you and goes, mm, Yes, me! Mm, yes, me! Not on your life. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this isn't one of your bones, kiddo. Trade! I, you pick! I can shoot, yes? I, I'm you not see, letting him shoot my gun. <laughs> trade, trade, trade for what? You pick! I shoot! I turn to Athlean and I say, What else can these cards do? Infinite power, infinite death, infinite power, infinite death. What have you seen them do before? Make the most wealth, most wealth, most power, make you disappear for eternity. So, out of character, I think I have an idea of what this might be. Like, would I have to make a history roll to see if, like, Falk yeah, why don't you it? go ahead and yeah, roll me a history check and see if Falk would have any idea what this is. Okay. So, you can also make one too if you'd like, Tom. So I got a 13? Damn, I got a 22. So, Falk, you don't know what it is? Um, Tom, you do. You're All of a pre- sudden, it just occurs to me. <laughs> I mean... So he finally, after he tells you that uh, infinite power and infinite death, like it finally clicks in your brain, you think this is the deck of many things. And you've heard rumors about this, and it is one of the most dangerous magical items that exists. Like the FIA has been hunting for this item for as long as you've been an agent. Athlean? Ah, yes, yes. If I let you shoot my gun, will you give me this deck of cards? Oh, yes, yes! Deal many deals! I, uh, I pick up the deck of cards and I, I motion towards the entrance. Come with me, Athlean. He follows you, he follows you so closely, you guys are practically in the same pair of pants. (laughs) (laughs) Does he, uh, give him a flat tire, stepping on the back of his foot? Basically, yes. (laughs) Synchronized sauntering. As soon as we get outside, I, against my better judgment, I make sure that I, I, I fill the revolver full of, I, I put a, a round in every chamber and I hand it to him and I make sure I hold his arm and I'm pointing it down the canyon and I tell him how to pull the trigger and stuff. But I make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm very, very, uh, overseen of where he's pointing the fucking thing. Okay. <laughs> so you hand, you, uh, you kind of hold your hands over a fling's hands uh, or claw things as he tries to, he has to put both hand, uh, both claws on the, um, onto the pistol in order to hold it in any way, shape or form. And he sticks one claw into the trigger. Well, and as he pulls the trigger, the kick from the gun launches his arms into the air and he immediately lets go of the gun and you're just left holding it uh, <laughs> kind of with your one hand. 
And he looks back at you wide-eyed. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? I smirk. You want to do it again? Yes, good trade! <laughs> Best trade! Best trade ever! <laughs> <laughs> so you guys going to shoot off uh, sh- some rounds with Uffling then? Further against my better judgment, <laughs> I actually... I run inside and I grab a couple of the skulls and I set them up as targets and then I, and then I uh, hand them my <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Better not be orc skulls. <laughs> Some of them definitely are. <laughs> so you hand the you hand the pistol back to Uffling and I assume you're still kind of holding one hundred percent. Okay. And this time, instead of just a quick squeeze, Uffling starts pulling its claw back as its arm is kicking back from the kick on the pistol. So it's basically just shooting um, it's just shooting successively higher until he eventually runs out of ammunition. So like the first one is leveled directly at the uh, skulls. The next one is about six feet above that, six feet above that, six feet above that, and so on and so forth. And he looks back and does not even give a damn that he didn't hit any of these skulls and just is is so very excited. His eyes wide, (laughs) dancing around and jumping. He's kind of nudging into you every once in a while again, still like that cat. How's our how's our boy the knight doing? Um you can see that Well never mind, that changes that. So you can see that that Boris looks to be visibly shaking. <laughs> like you can hear you can hear his armor kind of clanking up against uh, itself <laughs> as he's like his knees are visibly wobbling and he's he's kind of gripping his halberd tight. I turn to him and I'm like, "What? You've never seen a furry beast fire a hand cannon before?" <laughs> I check. I look down the barrel and I make sure all the chamber is empty. And I hand the gun to uh, Furry Boy to make sure he, to let him play with it. And I walk over and slap the armor guy on the on the shoulder. It'll be all right, buddy. As I hand the cards over to Falk. Okay. And um, uh, I I take them. So Boris, um, he kind of he kind of calms down after uh, after a few minutes, and he goes. Do any of you have any ideas of how I would maybe get home? I don't know where the hell you're from, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, in my rumors about these cards, how much do I understand their workings? From what you understand, um, the chances of being able to pick a card that would actually return him to where he's from are slim to none. Mm. Because basically, as you understand it, there are 22 different cards in this deck, now 21. Um, you haven't actually counted them, but as far as you remember from rumor. So 22 cards, 21 as far as you're concerned. And oh. it's kind of half and half as to um, as to dangerous and lucky. Okay. So it, it consumed the card once the knight appeared. You're saying, yeah, that card is no longer on the ground. Just the knight is there, uh, and and you said it's distinguishable, like good cards, bad cards, right? Well, you can't tell from the back of them, but some oh. are, some are definitely good, some are definitely bad. 
Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. When he hands them over to me, like, all of a sudden, I get the realization of what they are, and then I'm like, oh, I bet these are the deck of many things. <laughs> Boris, you like to shoot my scattergun? No, thank you, sir. <laughs> oh. That's that's going to be a hard pass for me. So what was your king's name again? Wenceslas. King Never of mind. I <laughs> uh, th- thought I might uh, jog something back in there, but uh, nope, never heard that before. Where where are you guys from? Where where am I? So uh, yeah, we're like uh, you know half a day's ride from Kensington. Yeah, we're heading towards Filmos uh, Crossing, and um, I, I mean I've never even heard of anything close to what you're talking about, and I've, I'm pretty well read. Uh, history-wise, uh, like, have you ever heard of the, like, Plata system? Maybe you're from some, one of the, the other planes. I mean, I, uh, I'm not familiar, but, I mean, it doesn't mean that you're not right. I'm thinking that's gotta be it. Do you have, uh, seasons where you're from? Yes. Are there, are there seasons here? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, wherever you're from, it's round. He kind of, um... He takes off his helmet for a second and he goes, Why are you here? Eh? I understood nothing of what you just said. Quite out of you. I think he's saying it's hot. Oh, yeah, it, it is uh, very warm. Especially uh, from where we're from out east. Uh, I mean, sometimes it'll get hot a couple days in a row here and there, but, um, you know, nothing like this. Falk, did you bring your horses and stuff over with you? Yeah. So we're not setting up camp back where we were then. I mean, we're only about a 10-minute walk away from where we were, from where this cave was, aren't we? Yeah. I'm just thinking, well, we we have a cave. More like gonna... 15, 20, because he went for about oh, okay. 10 minutes and then went for about another 10. So 15, oh, 20 okay. minutes. But realistically, if you put the horses at a gallop, it'd be about 10. All right. Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, both of these fine individuals uh you know we've we've learned to to like it and maybe even love them over this past uh hour or so <laughs> but uh, the town we're going to uh, i mean we're gonna be weird enough as it is being from out east i mean what do you think they're gonna think of a knight in shining armor in a and i don't even know what to call this other thing a nuisance i fling nuisance <laughs> I would like to take the little fellow with us through the canyon to make sure that we don't spring any traps on ourselves. We can put a coat on the little hairy guy and um, give some of the night our clothes. He'll fit in, right? Well, yeah, I guess I still have some of my stuff. My, my coat went off with my mule, so I don't <laughs> anymore. Um, and my, my nice, you know, brand new coonskin cap. How much luggage did we pack with us? Decent amount. Um, one of the things that I do want you guys to definitely take into consideration is the fact that you guys now live in an era and society that uses guns for things, and this is a dude in shining armor with a halberd. <laughs> oh, we could give him, like, an axe or something. Hmm. How long is his halberd? It's as tall as he is. It's uh, it's taller than he is actually. Um, the the shaft of it is um, 
about six and a half feet long and then another foot and a half for the axe um, and and spear portion of it. So he's definitely compensating for something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what is the shaft made of? Uh, wood. Okay. Hey, uh, Nuisance, um, do you have any uh, clothes that you've collected over the, the time of the, the bodies you've pulled in there? He kind of claps his claws together. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And um, he goes <laughs> off into the corner and starts digging through that pile of detritus again. And he starts to throw the most mildewy, disgusting, almost uh, almost rotten clothes uh, oh, your direction. And Boris kind of looks at you, looks down at the clothes, and kind of gives Tom a look like, please don't make me wear them. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have on? Let's see. I guess that's up to me, isn't it? Um, so our bundles went away with our horses, right? We basically are left with what we've got on our backs. We might have some orc materials from the horses I I picked up, but I think that's about it. You guys would have you guys would have a lot of that stuff in your um in your packs. The only thing that you okay. would have lost okay. is anything that you actually physically told me you put onto your donkey like Falk did. Oh. Boris. Uh, what do you say I trade you my coat for your helm? I take off my coat and hand it to him. He kind of looks at you and he says, um, all right, sir. All right. <laughs> even, okay. though, even though I look like a complete idiot, I put his helmet on. <laughs> Just the, the dread of the bald spot is not, you know, it's worse than the ugliness of the helmet. It, it's actually less corner. shiny. The polished metal is less shiny than his. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Igmet takes off uh, his two belts and then um, takes his pants off. Thankfully, he has long johns on underneath, and uh, he just wears the belts and his boots over his long johns, and he'll give the pants to the knight. Boris actually he starts to take off his breastplate and everything else and he's like and he has clothes under it but he has like um basically it's like a padded like a padded shirt like t-shirt almost and then padded long johns that uh that the armor just seems to strap into and rest upon and so he kind of pulls your uh so he pulls the buckskin pants over and he says Ain't I, ain't I gonna be a bit hot in here? You're gonna be a bit hot no matter what. Protects you from the sun. Oh. I didn't realize that this was something to worry about. Yeah, also you probably could uh, ditch the gambus in there. Alright, and he uh, he kind of goes off into the corner a little bit um, a little bit shy, and he kind of cha- he changes uh, out of the gambeson and uh, puts on... And so now he's just wearing... Uh, Tom's duster uh, over his shirtless torso. He's actually in pretty good shape, uh, Tom notices, and it's a... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you're making some assumptions about my character there. <laughs> my bad. I was making some assumptions about Brian. Brian notices. My bad. <laughs> but doesn't make eye contact with. Anyway. <laughs> some stolen glances. <laughs> <laughs> a careless whisper or two. Athlean, 
Yes, yes, yes. Tell me more about this. Uh, tell me more about this. Uh, chosen. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where did you get the idea of a chosen one? Where did you hear that? The chosen. The chosen is the one who is opposite of the Uffling. Opposite. And you are opposite. I can see a fling in your head, yes? Oh fuck. <laughs> you you you're you're telling me <laughs> that you created a character based on my baldness. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Where did you first hear about the opposite? <laughs> I can't even handle life right now. <laughs> Where did you first hear about the opposite? There, there was, there was an opposite in the crossing. Yes, made the weapons. Yes, oh, called it, called Uffling the Uffling News and gave Uffling his name. But he hurts us. Yes, hurts us. What weapons? M- m- makes, makes the shootsties like you have. Makes the shootsties. I turn to Falk. A gunsmith? Uh, apparently. Uh, was he from uh, one of the nearby towns, or was he from far away? From and- the crossing, the crossing! From the crossing. What became of him? Where did he go? Still there, still there, making the shoosties, making them shoost. Did he have a name? Schuster? Shoosties! <laughs> shoosties! Shoosties maker! Yes, shoosties! Jeez. Tim is going to be so sad when we abandon this guy in a cave. (laughs) Come on down to Schuster's Schusties. (laughs) You come in this month and get it half off any Schustie in the store. (laughs) Now, Falk, what do you know about the crossing he's talking about. I know the name of the sit- town is Fillmore's Crossing. Yes! Yes! The crossing! The crossing! The crossing! The crossing! The crossing of the desert? No! 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 No. I- I'm assuming it's, uh... Fillmore's. <laughs> yes, uh... Fillmore's. Fillmore's Phil- Crossing <laughs> is, uh... Is where we're heading to. I mean, at first when he was talking, I thought he was talking about, like, a time that something happened, but I guess it was a place, after all. Affling, why were you there? Friendship! Friendship! No one, no one wants the frenzies! Where were you before you encountered the crossing? He kind of looks confused for the first time. Affling, did you ever crawl through a tunnel like this night? He, he looks confused still and says yes no yes no yes no yes no um and he looks very distressed for the first time can i do an insight check sure go ahead 19 on the roll plus uh plus four so 23 so you get the same feeling from Uffling nuisance that you've been getting from him the entire time that you've been in this cave is that he's 
he's a very earnest creature and anything that comes out of his mouth is the truth as he knows it yeah I think he doesn't know hmm. would you ever go back do you want to take us to Fillmore's Crossing no 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 must protect the writings must protect these writings on the wall yes must protect must protect and he starts can to can you read them to us he kind of looks at you and um, he goes over to a space on the wall that hasn't currently been that hasn't currently been filled up with any of these uh, any of these characters and he puts his claw immediately to the stone and starts carving the characters into it yes yes write the message protect the writings protect the writings what are you writing he stops mid scratch and turns around and looks at you and goes um um the parable yes the parable yes predictions predictions of parables yes i walk over and i point to the first word in one of the in one of the repeating patterns and i say what does this word cross yes cross what is the next one it says um it says cross the river Across the stream, from the abyss, is born new fiends, obscene. New fiends, obscene. Okay. From the crossing, from the original, we cannot tarry, for the fire breathers will walk again. I get like a stone cold look on my face when we get to the end there. And Uffling looks up at you and goes, Uffling did good, yes! Good, yes, nuisance, good nuisance! So, uh, Uffling, um, who told you to remember this and and to keep it safe? Uffling has always known, always known, yes, always have I, yes. And, uh, have you ever seen one of these fire breathers? He kind of looks at you confused. And doesn't really know how to answer the question. And then he kind of, and then he goes over and grabs a flint and steel and holds it out to you. Then I I grab it and uh, I guess I, I strike it to try to um make a fire. Wait, stop. Hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> what river is this referring to? A flint kind of shrugs and uh, says. You're the chosen. The chosen must find. The chosen must find. He uh, he goes to grab the flint and steel from from you, Falk. You gonna hand it over? Yeah. Okay. And then he <laughs> he presents it to you, Tom. I take it, but I don't strike it. You've never seen a fire breather. No. Um. Uh. No. Yes. No. No. Where did all of these skulls come from? I found them. I found them. Some some came looking. Some tried to steal the writing. How do they usually die? You see Uffling kind of, uh, he kind of crouches down and you see him start to tense up his muscles and shake a little bit. And you see that um, these long barb-like Needle or needle-like barbs start to protrude from his flesh. What the fuck? <laughs> like a porcupine sort of thing. Very similar, yes. 
Okay. All over? Yes. Oh, Lord. Except for his face. That's some creepy shit, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after he gets to a, a certain point where it starts to look kind of dangerous, I, I try to calm him down, and I'm like, that's, that's enough, that's enough. Uh, he didn't really seem to be, um, for whatever reason, if, if Tom requests it, he tries his best to oblige. Oh, okay. So, uh, Affling, um, if you ever saw a fire breather, would you know? He looks at you and says, breathe fire? No, no. Breathe fire? Impossible. Okay. Okay. Afflin, come here, little buddy. You keep talking about the crossing and the river. Is it a river around here? Have you been to the river? Affling looks at you confused, and he definitely does not come any closer to you. Um, he kind of feels a little bit uncomfortable uh, with you, and instead he he kind of peers around from behind Tom and uh, says, I, I know not what river. No, no, no. The writing has always been. The writing has always been. Affling, Affling, just no forget, yes? Why did you hand me this flint of steel? What will happen when I strike it? Fire, you create the fire. Show me how you breathe it. I look at Falk. <laughs> I look right back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I strike the flint and steel. Creates a spark. And Uffling kind of like claps his hands and dances a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any wood in the cave besides... He had a fire burning, didn't he? Yes, sir. Is it gone? There's, there's a little bit of kin, uh, kindling next to it. Um, no, the fire is still burning. Um, it has gotten, uh, it has gone down quite a bit, though. I strike it on the kindling. Create sparks. You kind of get the feeling that he might have just been confused. <laughs> I think this guy's just been out in the desert too long. <laughs> <laughs> I sigh and hand him back the flint and steel. Is there, like, any sort of thing that I could use? Well, I probably have a torch, don't I? Yeah. Um, I'll just uh, light it in the fire and then walk the torch over towards the writing and see if it reacts at all to the fire. Nothing, uh, nothing seems to happen, no. All right. I mean, it's a lot easier to read and look at the characters, and you can definitely tell that those claws are very strong in order to dig this writing this deep into solid stone. So, uh, he doesn't really want to go with us to the town, so maybe we just tell him we'll come back and see him sometime. Hmm. What time? Oh, it's midday. Is it still about, you think it's about, like, I don't know, one-ish after lunch? It's probably, it's probably like two o'clock now at this point. And you guys have been how, farting around with Luffling for a while. How far away is this town? <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys are still probably, uh, half a day's, day's ride from Fillmore's Crossing. Oh, so we can make it. Well, if you recall, though, um, Igma expects that there should be another murder tomorrow. So, yeah, we, we should probably get, get moving. I'm ready to go when Definitely. you guys are. Uh, do we think that the horses have enough uh, in them to pretty much, you know, go pretty quickly there? Faster than the mules? Yeah, they've been resting for a while, um, drinking, uh, drinking water and stuff while you guys have been mucking around with Uffling. Um, Boris looks at you guys and he goes, am I to come with you? I'm giving glances at the, the hairy guy. 
yeah, you'd better come with us. He kind of, like, breathes a sigh of relief and you <laughs> see him <laughs> say a quick prayer, prayer under his breath. So, uh, Boris, oh, that's a good question. What god are you praying to? Are you familiar, are you familiar with Balmet, the Platinum Dragon? You're not, no by the shit. way. No shit. Oh, I'm not? Nope. Even though I'm obsessed with dragons? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that has... Okay. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you go ahead and roll me a history check? Okay. I forgot that you're obsessed with dragons. Oh, fuck. Uh, I rolled a natural three, and um, it's... You can have advantage. Have a plus two. Okay. Uh, Twelve. You've heard of Bahamut, but uh, but where and you know the the specific stories are kind of beyond you. Oh, okay. So, uh, but you've definitely heard of Bahamut, the Platinum Dragon. All right. It keeps well, sounding uh, like you're saying Muhammad. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Muhammad or Bahamut? Muhammad, the Platinum <laughs> Jihadist. Jesus! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Well, it's been a nice podcast, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not editing shit. I hate you so much. You you better, like, oh my god. There will be an uprising. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Bahamut. Yes, Wesley. Well, uh, that, well, hey, you know, uh, I think there used to be a lot of worshippers of Bahamut here. So, I mean, maybe it's not a a planes thing. Maybe it's a, a time thing for you, guy. And um, so that might make it a little bit easier for us to get it back to where you belong. Well, I can't say that it puts me mind at ease, but I have no choice but to trust you. So let's be oh, on hey. with it. <laughs> we speak almost the same language, and, uh, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of the stuff you wear, and it's just from a long time ago, so uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, you can, you know, pick a horse. Uh, don't get that one on the end. That's uh, Donnie too, and, and that one's mine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Fillmore's Crossing. Please join us every other Thursday for a new episode as we listen to antics and more creatures that are, that are obsessed with bald people. Who knows? For more LCP D&D, you can follow us by searching for LCP D&D on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The podcast is also available by searching for LCP D&D on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, CastBox, and Spotify. You can follow Chris Riley, a.k.a. Falks Mulder, on Twitter, at ChrisRileyLCP. You can follow me, Brian Bridges, a.k.a. Tom DeWeese, on Twitter, at ManlyBrian, and on Instagram, Brian underscore Bridges. You can follow Tim DeMuse, a.k.a. our beloved GM, on Twitter, at Ida Grab Your Gun, and you can follow Wesley Sullivan, aka Igmet Yazee, on Twitter at Wide Wide Wes. Thanks for joining us on our adventure. We'll see you on the next episode.